Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your body, your health, your wellness, your mindset from where you are right now to being unstoppable. And today I want to talk to you about those moments where you tell yourself, I don't want to do it. This can relate to any scenario in your life, but let's talk about a topic that um, is near and dear to my heart. I'll give you a specific example of mine today, but let's talk about health and fitness, health and wellness. Now you can think about a workout, food, uh, consistency, anything like that. So all of us have probably a greater level of health and wellness, whether that be body, whether that be our inner health because we're suffering from uh, different diseases or just lack of energy or focus in the areas that we'd like for around our health. And everybody wants a better version of that. I've never met anyone that says, yep, I'm exactly where I wanna be. Even the top bodybuilders that have uh, you know, such minimal body fat you'll find that they still believe that they can improve. And that's the sign of greatness, isn't it? You're always looking for that, um, that change. But when we're working towards achieving what it is that we want for ourselves, we're gonna have moments where we really don't want to do it. And I've got a five-step process that I walk through when I'm confronted with this personally. So I'll give you the exact scenario that I was facing today and you'll be able to slot in your own excuses, stories, if you like, uh, that will relate to you. But you can use this model to get to the other side and create a better version of you. So the first thing is that, okay, so I don't want to do it. So what don't I want to do? So today, it's Saturday here in um, Melbourne, Australia, and I've had an incredibly busy week. I've been working 16-hour days. Uh, this week was the first week that our studio, we were able to open again and uh, see people in person in our studio. And I've been absolutely flooded with uh, new clients, existing clients, all getting back into it, absolutely loving the experience. Uh, but I've been working 16-hour days. Now, today, Saturday, I worked uh, again uh, up till about midday today. And then I've only got uh, five days left until my final photo shoot. Now, keep in mind that I've been working towards this for the entire year. It started last year, late last year. I planted the idea in my mind and I've been working at it every single day since I made that decision. And so I'm in the last five days. So I need to make sure that I'm getting things right. So today was going to be my last workout for the, the next five days before my photo shoot. Now, because of the week that I've had, by the time I got to midday, I was absolutely exhausted. Like, I'm talking beyond tired. I'm talking really exhausted. And so what I did was I was working at my desk and I was talking to my cat and I said, Stripey is my cat's name. And I said, Stripey, I need to take a break here. I am wrecked. So I have a carpeted office floor. And so I hopped off my chair and I just lay on the floor and I went to sleep within about 90 seconds, just for about 15 minutes. Then I woke up 
And I'm like, man, I just feel completely wiped. And then I realized that uh, by this stage it was, I think I did work for another hour or so. So it was about 1.30, something like that, 1.45. And I thought, oh man, today I'm supposed to do my final workout. And then I thought, oh no, I can do it tomorrow. But then I looked at my schedule and said, no, I can't. It has to be today based on my schedule with my strength and conditioning coach. It must be today. Now, normally I'd work out at 12.30. So it's getting closer to two o'clock. So in my head, I've said, I don't want to do it. I'm so tired. It's not going to be a great workout. I'll just do it tomorrow. I'm just too tired to do it. That was the story that I told myself. So in my head, the very first, this is the first step. I say, fast track your excuses. Okay, there's a second part to that. But So what I went through all those excuses in my head to say, no, I'm too tired, can't do it, I've been working so hard this week. So imagine you've got all those excuses written down, like uh, there's a, a page per excuse. And you know how, um, like if you got the book and you, and you just flicked it on its spine, you know, and you flicked it and you can see the pages go through really fast, I then imagine them going like that and then I imagine them burning. So imagine like you throw the book up in the air and it just disintegrates into a million pieces. Because my thinking is, okay, yeah, they're the excuses, but let's just get them out of your head and get rid of them. So for me, it's like seeing them flick through like a book like that and then throwing it up in the air and it just bursts and they all disappear. Guess what? No more excuses. Step two is, what do I want? I reflect on that. So go back to my scenario. I want to make sure that I'm finishing strongly. I got five days left and I know that I can't do the workout tomorrow because I must do it today because that's what I agree with my strength and conditioning coach and this is to put my body in the best possible position in a further five days time. I don't want to get to the end of this, have a discussion with my coach and he says, so how do you go? And I say, well, I'm not completely satisfied. And he said, well, did you do everything that I said? I could either say, yeah, I did. But really I would say, well, no, I didn't because I didn't do that workout then. I did it here instead. And he said, well, that's not what we agreed. You need to do it here so you can get the best possible results. Now, is a day difference between doing the workout today and tomorrow the end of the world? No, but it's what my coach wants me to do so that I can go into the rest of the week uh, with the right mindset and knowing that I'm doing what he said and I'm putting myself in the best position to get the results. So I said... I'm not going to mess up my whole year by not doing what he's asked me to do. So I need to force myself to do it because I'm working towards the best version of me ever. And even though I'm there now, the best version, I want better. I want more. So that's number two. I, I made that very clear, a really clear reminder of what the heck I want. So then step three is why? Reminding myself very strongly. So why do you want this? That's right, because for the last 32 years, I've always said, I want to produce what I'm producing now. But I've always created a story for myself. I've always created those excuses as to why I can't get that result. Now, like I said before, I've already burnt those excuses. 
So I don't go back into them, but instead what I do is say, well, why I want this is because I've been working so hard all year. I'm not going to sacrifice it all now. It's so important for me because I have tried for 32 years and this is the year that I dedicated to get the best result ever because I've never been able to do this before. I've never put this much focus into myself before. I have always put other people ahead of myself and my own health and fitness and what I truly want. And I said 2020 at the start of the year that this was going to be my year to focus on me because I'm worth it and because I'm not going to continue to live in a place of mediocrity with what I want for my body because of external forces. It's important to me because I'm worth it. I've always wanted to do it. I never have. This is my time. I'm not going to stuff it up now. That was my number three. That was my why. Number four is, well, I've titled it, You're Worth It. Now, in this step four, I'm considering, I want to get into the top 1% of my health and wellness for my, uh, for my age group. So I'm already there. I know I'm already there. Uh, but so can I get into the top half a percent? Maybe I can do that. I can aim for that top half a percent of uh, the health and wellness for my age group. Now, of course, you can apply this to any area of your life. And you say, I want to get into the top 1% of you know, expertise in your area or your field. But to stay with me, I'm talking about my body here and, uh, and your health and wellness too to get into that top 1%. So what do we know? We know that 71.6% of American citizens are considered overweight or obese. In Australia, we know it's around 67% of people are overweight or obese. So that tells you that around 30% of those two populations are overweight or obese. Okay, The majority of the population is overweight or obese. So if you want to get into the top 1%, guess what? You have to do what most people aren't prepared to do. Now, I'm doing that. I have got into the top 1%. I remind myself that, well, why do I want to do that? Because I'm worth it. Because it's just a really important achievement for me. I want to be able to take my shirt off and be proud of what it is that I say. I want to look good naked uh, for myself, but... Uh, you know, a partner. I just want to be proud of what it is that I have been able to produce for myself because I live such a healthy lifestyle. I want my body to reflect that. So at the start of the year, I said, I want to ramp things up for me. I want to lift my standard to six pack as opposed to just being, um, you know, looking good with the shirt off. I want to look amazing with my shirt off. I want people to be in awe of what I've been able to produce. I want to be an example for my clients. I want to prove to them of what I can do. They know how busy I am. And guess what? I could do this when I'm so busy. I want to prove to men that it doesn't matter what age you are. I'm aged 52 and I've produced my best body ever. My body looks like I'm a 20-year-old. It's possible for me, so therefore it's possible for you. 
All it requires is that 1% thinking. Now, of course, you may be listening to this and saying, well, I don't want a six pack. I don't want to achieve that for my health and wellness. But stay with me. This is about raising your standard with your health and wellness, with those other areas of your life so that you can do it. And doing it when you don't want to. Because remember, I said, I didn't want to do this workout today. So I said, I'm worth it. I'm in the top 1%, but let's get to that top half percent. So what I did was, well, I wonder whether I should tell you or I should give you step five. Maybe I'll tell you. So what I did was I was exhausted and I ran through all of those different things and I said, no, you've worked too hard for this. You've got to do this workout today because that's what you committed to and this is an opportunity to you, for you to push yourself. This is a test. This is kind of like COVID. COVID was sent to us to test our human spirit, test our resolve, test our resilience to see just how strong we are and can we keep pushing. And I thought, you are exhausted, but you need to do this workout. I know you don't really want to, but you have to make it a must. This is your chance to prove that just because you're, you don't want to do it and you're tired, it's a reason to do it anyway because that's the only way that you're going to achieve greatness. And then I've, I run through all those different experiences that I've had, uh, pardon me, all those uh, different people that I might be thinking at at a, a point in time, whether they're my coaches or highly successful people, and I think, wow, all of those stories where they pushed despite being in the pain, where they pushed when they didn't want to, when they were almost broke, and then that's when they got the breakthrough. And so that's what I did. So I, I got changed, I went and had my pre-workout drink, and I said, bang, come on, step into the gym, turn it on, and get it done. Now, it wasn't the best workout that I've ever done for my, it was a shoulder and arm workout, but it was still a great workout. And I was proud of myself for the fact that I did it because it would have been so, so easy to justify why I didn't do it or why I shouldn't do it. But I did it and it was a good workout and I was pleased. So step five is don't stop until you are satisfied with the results. It's not about what other people say, it's about what you say. Now, I've had a discussion with my coach through the week where I said to him, I don't think I'm going to get to where I want to get to. And I'm going to be disappointed with that. And he said to me, you've never gone to this level before. You're basing it perhaps on unrealistic expectations. He said, the people that achieve what you're talking about are normally professional models or full-time working in this area. Uh, and all they do is they train, eat, and sleep. That's all they do, it's their life. And he said, you're doing all these other things. You're running a business, you're extremely busy, you're running a family, you've got the, the stress of COVID and you know, running all that at the same time, as well as doing all your training and your eating. And you know, I'm, I'm not getting as much sleep as the other people would get. 
So he said, you know, you've done an awesome job and you should be really proud of yourself because we're proud of what you've been able to achieve and you're looking great. Now that's, that's all true and correct and feels good to hear that, but still, I want more. I want to be able to achieve that exact look that I have in my mind. And I'll keep working until I get there. Even if it's beyond my five days, um, I'm going to reassess in the five, the five more days time. Well, I guess it's about four and a bit now. And see what do I need to do to get to where it is that I want to get to. Now, maybe that happens in another 12 weeks or even it's beyond that. But I know that I can do more. So it's not about someone saying to me, well, you look good, so you should be pleased with it because we're pleased with it. No, you've got to be pleased with the result. So that's what I'm working towards. So there are my top five tips for, or that I walk through when I feel myself saying, I don't want to do it. You can apply it to any area of your life, but I'm sure there are areas for you with your health and wellness where you could run this scenario through and be quite successful. However, where I see people fall over in this area for their health and wellness is step number two and number three. People aren't very clear about what they want and they're not really clear on why they want it. So they don't ever look to become in that top 1% or half a percent of health. Now, if you had that mindset for your business, why wouldn't you do it for your health? I like what Hugh Hilton says. He says, without health, there is no wealth. You could be the richest person in the, the world, but if you're dead, it means nothing. So aim to get in the top 1% of your health as well. That doesn't mean you have to have a six pack, but I'm sure if you're listening to this right now, you could see opportunities where you can improve. If you want a hand in doing that, reach out for me on the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation and I'd love to connect and see how we can get you into that top 1% for your age group. Have a great day. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.